The kitchen at Kai's Barbecue is firing on all cylinders. Greg, help me bring you to the pickup counter. He needs food runners who can hit the ground quickly. 86 on the chicken and we're short-staffed. Let's pick it up. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Are you overwhelmed with credit card debt and unable to pay your bills? Has your income decreased or have you lost your job? At Credit Card of America, we offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Card of America is an A-plus rated company that will work on your behalf. We've counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Call now for a free, no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-291-3818. That's 800-291-3818. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of Radio Law Talk. We are having a great time here. Denise uh, Dirks, Todd Keenan, myself, Frederick Penny, and our producer, Cal Hunter. This is Hour 3. We just zipped through this. It's the 15th of October, 2022. A beautiful, beautiful, almost fall day. We're getting there, at least in the western United States. So it's uh, not quite there, but I know those of you listening in the Midwest and the East, there's probably the fall colors coming out. And looking beautiful. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO or info at, at radiolawtalk.com if you want to email us. Denise, the phone number, I'm going to say it, 855-529-7234 if you want to call. And at info at radiolawtalk.com, sometimes if we're nice and we feel good, we'll send you a T-shirt that says Radio Law Talk. Um, Todd was talking about someday maybe we should just wear one during the show, and then we should sign them and send them to people. That would be very special because we're so famous. Yeah, then Denise had an interesting objection to oh. that, which which I couldn't even sue her for because, well, the truth is a defense. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't go over that. Uh, we're going to talk today about law schools increasing, uh, whether there's an increase of applications or diminishing applications, because I know you hope, everybody, that there's more, because we need more lawyers in this country. Uh, We're going to talk about a wildfire lawsuits. Now, this is not the typical wildfire lawsuits you've heard about. You need to wait and hear what this is about. This is very interesting. Um, Also, a court case about pigs. It's going to the Supreme Court, and we're going to tell you what happened there. And we're going to talk about medieval times lawsuits, and we've got a few others here and there. And then we've got quick takes at the very end that we're going to throw out just some something for you to remember as you go home today or as you're working today and listening to Radio Law Talk. But, again, I say the same thing every time. Well, let me say one thing. Seek counsel. We're talking about general topics. We're not giving you legal advice. Just don't sue us because you used us because... Uh, you know, you try to use what we said on Radio Law Talk to prosecute your case. The only time we want you to use us is during this very, very stressful and important time when the in-laws are over for Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, whatever you do, and they say, they say. You, you know, for those of you that just want to know the layout of our studio here, I, I am to Fred's left, and Denise is to Fred's right, and she sits across the table from me. And every time Fred gives that announcement, uh, the, the disclaimer, he says, seek counsel, he's usually always looking in my direction, and it's only a matter of time before he will instinctively, as looking at me, say, seek therapy. Well, wait, no, wait a second. <laughs> counsel, yeah, yeah. Seek counsel. So, that's anyway, why I'm here, Todd. That's, that's the way. But, we're, but everybody comes here for, for case or no case, right, Cal? That's what they come here for. Well, I don't know. that. I know they come here because of your great scintillating banter oh. and all of the interesting cases. Yes. And uh, now it's time to no play case. case or no case. Yay! Jacob Jake Bramble lived in Detroit. We say lived because Mr. Bramble is no longer with us. 
You see, Michigan is cold in the wintertime, and Jake was older, but an early adopter of, of technology. He got a digital thermostat when Detroit Edison replaced his old electric meter with a smart meter, and he signed a waiver that was standard at that time that gave the utility company permission to terminate his, uh, his services if he didn't pay the bill and to lower his use and all of that stuff. So may, to make a long story short, one night, it was very cold, bitter cold, minus 17, he could not muster the cash to pay his power bill. But he said, you know, I've done this before. It's no big deal. I'll just wrap myself up in blankets. I'll keep myself warm. I'll cuddle with the kitty, you know, the whole thing. And nobody heard from him for three days. His son tried to contact him from Cleveland where he lived. No call. Neighbors couldn't roust him. Went over there and his father had perished. He had died in that little one-room apartment doesn't need power anymore at all. And his son was upset. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have an agreement with the utility company. If the power's going to be turned off, they're supposed to call me because I bailed my dad out before and I'll do it again. I, well, no, I won't now, but I would have, he said. And so he went to the attorney that was provided to his father as part of his retirement benefits through the UAW, United Auto Workers Retirement. And he said, look, I want to know if I have a case or no case. My daddy died because these guys did not fulfill our, uh, their obligation to me. And Denise, it's your turn to tell me if we have a case or no case. So the case would be uh, the son against the utility company. Detroit Edison Company, right. Oh, it's Detroit. Because they turned off the uh, electrical services to his home. But what has that got to do with the digital thermostat? Is that because... They did it remotely. And, you know, normally it would, it would come out and take time. And there'd be a guy and they'd knock on the door and you'd have a last chance to pay and all that stuff. But now it's just done, you know, online. And this was done in December? February. And it was minus 17 that night. I've been wrong all day, so I'm just going to take it out like this. I'm going to say that it is a lawsuit and that the sun wins, and now utility companies cannot, during the winter times, turn off people's services just because they haven't paid because of uh, it could endanger lives. Okay, good. Fred Penny, what do you think about this matter? Is this a case or no case? Yeah, I, I think the situation is very clear. I know there are certain... Uh, rules and regulations and or, you know, stop safes to stuff like this and turning people's uh, power off or the electricity, especially during the wintertime or even the summer if you live in a hot place like Arizona or something. Uh, I don't know what it is out in Michigan, but uh, th that doesn't uh, answer the question whether it's a case or not a case. But you're doing a great job of vamping. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know that there's a situation there, so... I'm going to stick with Denise, the loser all day. Uh, I'm going to say it's a case, and he and his family wins. Ouch. Okay, Todd, <laughs> what do you say about this? Do we know what year this was? 2000 and... That's a fake so, no, so It was 2023, so it happened in the future. Okay, yeah, that, Michael that, J. that makes Fox. the answer easy. Yeah, I do not know the answer. Uh, so, uh, Michael J. Fox did. 2022? Yeah. Or you, you didn't yeah, know the I answer? Don't know. I don't know. And I'm just pulling a number out of my computer. <laughs> okay, pulling a number out of the computer that he entered into the con computer as he conjured up this story. <laughs> I have gone no case the previous two times today. I'm going to stick with my answer of no case and say, Cal, you know, you lost it for me when you said he cuddled with his cat. Well, you know, that, what? that was, was just, cold. you know, oh. so, so oh, I'm going to say what? no case. Todd, you know, you got can I him. change my answer? We all no. want to change our answer because <laughs> Todd, you got him. No, it's you because him. he was thinking about that, that they can't cut it off in the winter. And then he thought, oh, I could make a case out of this. <laughs> Right? We and then we'll throw in the kitty for Todd. Well, Todd's got three. <laughs> Let's just give Todd the two points now. We don't even know the answer. And, I, and Todd saw that as a tabby herring. I mean, a red herring. The, the cat, I mean. All uh, right. When we come back from Radio Law Talk break, <laughs> we're going to know all about Cal's trickery and him over there laughing. And by the way, those of you, I'm going to take a picture and put it on our social media, which we can't get into anymore. Um, <laughs> we're having, still having problems with social media. That he, he is... 
He he plays Santa during Christmas, and he's already got his beard growing out. Yeah. He's looking closer and closer yeah. like Santa. It's going to grow out more than yes. that, isn't it? Yeah, a little further? Yeah. I'm pretty close to sea captain length here. I'm yeah, just, you, you got to go but, a little further, don't you? I'd like to, but I'm... Yeah, All just, right. We'll be back after this. We'll find out what happened with case or no case. This is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. The answer to our conk, our case or no case, is coming right up. And if you stay there, you'll get it all, and you'll get it all free. That's what's the best part about it. Think about it. How much do you pay to listen? Nothing. We'll continue. and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, 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 car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy to use sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks if you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or medicare you might be eligible for a cgm with little or no cost to you call u.s medical supply today for a free benefits check we offer free shipping 90 day supplies and we bill medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4537. That's 802-341-4537. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Are Are you serious? This is Radio Law Talk. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. We're doing a case or no case, and this case or no case was very, very interesting about whether or not... Uh, a utility UAW, company is no, liable. No, utility, yeah. yeah, utility yeah. company is liable, and yeah. I've got UAW written down here. But uh, uh, anyway, is it uh, liable for shutting off the heat of an elderly gentleman who passed away? And Denise and I said it was a case, and the family wins. And Todd did a little investigation by cross-examining the uh, author and uh, <laughs> found out that he couldn't figure out what year it was and was trying to make it up and therefore said is yeah, not sorry. a case. I apologize for that. I should have been more prepared. But here's the story. A charming and detailed yarn. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> uh, and, uh, and no case just based on my imagination. Nothing oh, else. And that is... Case or no case, and congratulations to Mr. Cunin. Yes. Very nice. Todd, Mr. Cunin. Here's the question, Todd. Is it good news or bad news for America that you're going to give about law schools? Is it good news or bad news? Um, I think that a lot of Americans, a lot of the public will say, hey, that's good news. Until they actually need a lawyer, and then maybe they'll say, well, maybe that wasn't such good news. <laughs> so... It, it, it really depends. There's the lawyer answer. It depends. No, it's but go ahead and tell them what's the statistics. What happened during COVID, first of all, with law school admissions, and then what has happened now? Well, a, as with everything, there was a drop-off in a lot of things due to COVID. And one of the results is that in a recent study that was done, they say law school admissions are down by uh, about 12% this year. Now, Listen, because of what happened in 2020, when you figure that the delays caused by 2020, maybe people's graduations from from university were delayed. Anybody who had was going to go to law school in 2021 was probably already accepted when the COVID virus hit in 2020. But 2022 is where you might have this drop off from people delaying their application filing in late 20. 20, early 2021, the ability to take the law school admissions test, the LSAT might have been down because of all of that. And that just pushed everything back. And maybe this is just a, a blip, uh, a little bit lower because of that. We'll see how it is next year. But as it looks right now, law school admissions down about 12 percent. Yeah, I, I think that is the trend that's going to stay with us, to be candid. Um, and that's because, um, the, the, well, <laughs> Now you can get your law degree online. That's one thing. And so people don't need to go into the schools and, and actually do in-class work. And, but I also think that lawyers work really, really hard. And they have an obligation to go to court. They have an obligation that's in person. And I think right now the trend is to not do things in person. Yeah, that, that could be, you know. Personally, I, I know that they do law school online. They do a lot of stuff via Zoom. There's so much that is in person, though, that I, I have a hard time feeling like an entire law degree done online prepares you for maybe the first year or so of your legal practice. But after you get doing it, now you're going to have all this in-person stuff. Like you, you take somebody that did their entire law school online, and then they get a job with a DA or a public defender's office. Yeah, that might affect them for the first uh, little bit till they acclimate being around people. But after that, they're going to be used to being around people because that's where everything happens. 
court appearance. I did a hearing during the pandemic via Zoom, and it was tough. I mean, Super you, hard. Things, things break up. You know, you, you've got bad connections, and it, it, it was just very, very difficult, and not the least of which as a trial attorney. I really rely on the body language of what people are doing and things that don't show up in the record because you just get a feel for how the court is. Look, you can be arguing a case and look up and you can tell by the look on the judge's face if the judge is with you or if the judge is just waiting for you to shut up so they can say overruled next. And uh, you just get that feeling of being in court. There's this energy of court. You, You can read the room. You don't get that when you're online. Right. And just I can't imagine a jury online. I just don't see that being conducive to uh, good law. But I've done trials and my trials are not a jury. They're for the judge. And I have to say that you have to prep a lot more. A lot of times when I do a trial, I have enough flexibility when I'm in the courtroom that I can change up the exhibits, that I can, you know, change the the chronological order of what I'm doing depending on what what testament comes out, what seems to be hitting. Um, but when you're online, you have to upload your your evidence in advance. You have all this stuff in advance that's done. It's very hard to be flexible. Yeah, very hard. There's one other factor. Regular SAT scores are down lowest that they've been in 30 years. So many people aren't even qualifying for the college to get in to the school that would enable them to go into law school and down the road. And they're dropping the yeah. bar results. You guys brought that up, right? Oh, the yeah. The, the dropping the, the bar. The bar standard is lower now. To the get bar in. standard is definitely lower. There's only two days bar now in California instead of a three it's day lower, bar. Much lower. Yeah. So things have really changed a lot in terms of it. And now they're wanting to uh, allow for there to be some sort of like. Um, almost like a, a mini pupillage where, you know, the uh, lawyers can become lawyers without going to law school. They can, you know, there's this Work push for, so for long, that. Yeah. Which was the way that it was historically before they had law schools, right? That's exactly right. See Abraham Lincoln, right? Yeah. yeah. I do believe you're right. I think they should keep it high. I've already in. I shut the door behind me. I think they should keep it high and not let all these uh, slackers that are getting it done Getting it early, uh, you know, low low scores, but still become a lawyer. And they kicked us out, made us take it multiple times. Oh, oh I got therapy after that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> taking the bar is causes therapy issues. No, it's a we'll long be back. Process. I'm going to talk about this this uh, fire lawsuits. You're, this one's bizarre. Hold on for this one. Like Fred said, you'll want to stay tuned because there's more Radio Law Talk coming up. Lots of great cases still. And at the end of this hour, quick takes. That's all coming up right here on Radio Law Talk. Pacific every Saturday, live on RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Men. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. 
that can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Copays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Attention sports fans, your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for their 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers their members the opportunity to cash in on all their favorite leagues, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. They've also got hundreds of new casino games, including the coolest European slots, and live dealers are waiting for you at the tables. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, and you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, Golf, horses, esports, and all kinds of crazy bets. Call BetUS today at 1 800 79 BetUS. That's 1 800 79 BetUS. And they'll walk you through setting up an account. Nobody in the industry gives better bonuses than BetUS. Join now and use promo code College Football and get up to 200% in bonuses on your first deposit. That's promo code College Football for up to 200% in bonuses. Head to BetUS.com and join today. That's BetUS.com. BetUS, where the game begins. NationalPolice.org. I like the Amargosa Valley. This is no fun. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. Uh, we, we were talking about a number of things, but I want to talk about this very interesting uh, wildfire lawsuit. And I said it's very interesting. Let me tell you why it's interesting. An environmental group is now filing a lawsuit as of last Tuesday against the U.S. Forest Service for dropping large volumes of chemical retardant that hits the streams and is polluting them. <laughs> it's like, okay. And the, here's the look. This is what's interesting to me. The argument is, and again, you got the Clean Water Act. It's it's causing dangerous. Uh, chemicals to be land in the stream beds to harm the crustaceans, the frogs, and the fish. Now, I'm sorry, but we're politically neutral. But look, let's let them boil instead. (laughs) Because as the fires reach the raging thousands of degrees around the streams, people always go, oh, get in the stream, you're fine. Believe it or not, sometimes if it's a really bad fire, you're going to boil like a frog in a pot. And so you don't think that it's not going to harm those animals if you just let it burn and you don't, you know, you don't drop fire retardant on it. And I'm telling you, so what they've got is they've got these rules. You, you now can't or they do everything they can not to drop fire retardant anywhere near or waterways. So if your house is near a waterway, it's like just let it burn. Yeah. I, just... Which is where the vegetation is anyway, because that's where yes. the nutrients are is next to the stream. Yes. Yeah. But you, know, you know what's interesting? The group that's doing this, um, that's suing it, is the Forest Service Employees for Environmental Ethics. And they're suing in Montana. But that group is based out of Eugene, Oregon. So why didn't they sue in Oregon? Federal court, know. some sort of thing? Well, I think it's because they want to test it first in Montana before they have that type of a test in Oregon. Mm. Montana is more conservative than Oregon, right? Right. Well, generally speaking, yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah, yeah. Meaning, I, I think... Depends what part. Some parts are really liberal of Montana, but lo- but lo- most are conservative. Pretty conservative. Yeah. Now, now, I'm sure there might be somebody out there saying, well, why can't they just fill it up with water and drop the water on the fires? And, Fred, you alluded to this. Those fires are so hot that if you just dropped water before it, it got there, it would the water would be boiled and vaporized and become yep. steam before it hit the hit the source of the exactly. fire. The retardant has to be in there so it can put the fire out. And you know, 
But but we got to save the frogs. Well, no, it's going to avoid the uh, where human life or public safety. It's it's to it's for public safety reasons. They don't drop it on you, so you sit there and you boil instead. But anyway, uh, it, here's some of the things that they're worried about. This this retardant's going to harm the crawfish, the spotted owls, the fish, the shriner and sucker fish. Let me tell you, a f- boiling hot fire is going to wipe out. Some spotted owls. I would they say, can, yeah. They can fly, but only so far, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're going to get caught in between somewhere. And and then, so sometimes you just shake your head and say, why? What? And know, I'm, Fred, to me, that's this is a dog whistle case. Yeah, there's another element to this, and that is this is an internal group in the Forest Service. And this was quite the trend a few years ago where these groups would file the lawsuits against their own agency, and then have the courts award legal fees. So it didn't cost them anything. It was basically a postage stamp appeal because they'd get their legal fees awarded by the judge. It's an interesting aspect of that. And it arguably acts as some sort of job security because then they're like, oh, we were a whistleblower. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't take action against us because we blew the whistle here, you know. Do you try to do the best you can to, you know, alleviate things? Yes, but let me tell you, and, and Cal put it right, there's a lot of vegetation around those creeks and streams, and they're going to burn and burn fast. Yep, and, and hot. Yes. And hot. Yep. And you know what? You better drop fire retardant on those areas. But apparently they can't, and they're suing to say now. And apparently there's already some rules that they don't. From 2012 to 2019, um, they talked about all the, the amount of you know fire retardant that was kind of, quote, accidentally dropped and uh, near on or near waterways. And it's just like – but. They are putting fires out. And, and, Hello. If, and if you drop it away from the creek, creeks or streams or anything like that, I mean, the next time it rains, the stuff is going to leach down into right. the creek or stream anyway. And so it, essentially the only, the only way that you can really get around it is if you just didn't use fire retardant. Which would now make the whole process of sending a plane up there with some sort of liquid to put the fire out moot because it's not going to get the job done. Which makes me wonder if this is part of that let it burn movement within the Forest Service where they just want natural events to go and play. If the fire burns, it burns. You know, and there are some people what? in there who feel that way. Ready yeah. for some uh, trivia? What is in fire retardant? Don't look. Does anybody know what is in fire retardant? Fertilizer. You're exactly one. right, Cal. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Fertilizer and salt. Um, it's a, it's kind of an organic. Uh, in it says inorganic fertilizers right. and salt. It's just kind of interesting, you know. That's I've always wondered what's in that thing. Right? One could argue it was a delicacy for the animals. and red yeah. dye. Yes. <laughs> let's make it green dye from now on or whatever. All right, uh, let's Good see one. who wants to go next. <laughs> Good Todd, you want to do pig pigs, and then Denise, you do Prince. Anyway, sure, we'd love to do pigs. Tell me the funny thing you did about about Homer Simpson. Oh. I didn't know that on the there was an actual there's one of the shows. What does he say? There's an episode of The Simpsons where uh, Lisa Simpson, who is the, the animal rights activist is talking to her father, Homer, and uh, about different types of meats and, and that they could eat. And Homer says something along the lines of, oh, we love all sorts of meats, ham, bacon, pork. She says, but, Dad, those are all the same animal. He says, oh, yeah, it's a magical animal. But, uh, yes, uh, California, you know, and we, we broadcast this show from California, and, and I have to shake my head and, and just say, sorry, folks, we live here, but... <laughs> California's passed a law uh, that's supposed to go into effect, uh, I don't know when, in, in a year, two years, something like that. It passed a law that says that no pork products can be imported into the state of California if the mother that gave birth to the piglet that became your product was confined in a space that was less than 24 square feet. And, well, you know, that is going to turn the pork industry on its head. So they did what all people do when laws are passed. They sued. And the case made it all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court and was argued last week. And the judges, so the judges had some questions, and the questions were on the lines of, well, if we find that this law is unconstitutional, and I'll raise why it would be unconstitutional possibly in a second, what about all of these other common practices that occur when one state says, hey, you can't have this? For example, if a state – one of the examples raised was – what if a state says we will not allow 
any importation of produce if the produce was if the workers harvesting the produce were not legal citizens of the United States. What about a situation like that? And I have all these examples. Well, this is arising because of a thing in the Constitution called the Commerce Clause. In the U.S. Constitution, the Commerce Clause, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3, says that Congress shall have the right and the power to regulate interstate commerce. That is commerce that goes from one state to another. California enacting this ban affects interstate commerce because very few, a relatively small amount of the pork products that are consumed in California are actually raised in California. So they're all coming from out of state. And so the question is, can California do that? Because this is really in Congress's wheelhouse. That's what the Supreme Court's going to have to decide. But I thought the questions by the Supreme Court were rather funny. The way that they were actually phrased did not involve anything having to do with Commerce Clause. They were more involved with um, asking about just different ways to tweak different types of restraints. Um, would it be forbidden? Would this be legal? Would that be legal? They never really came to the, the in my opinion, the questions on the Commerce Clause, which was so important. It and, and this was a, a proposition which was passed by the voters of California. This isn't a law that was, in, in, you know, instituted by Congress and then, you know, signed into law by the governor. This was a, a process that, of the voters in the in the in our state that made this decision. I have a quick prediction. My quick prediction is that this court, as presently constituted, is going to do what they've done the last term, which is to say. Yes, it's unconstitutional because this is something Congress could fix if they acted, which seems to be the way they're going. Stop asking the court to make these laws. We just interpret Constitution. If you want a law, let the Congress take care of it. Nice. Prince, we're going to talk about Prince. Denise is going to delve into Prince when we get back. And medieval times lawsuits. We're talking about that. We'll be back after this. This is Radio Law Talk, and we thank you for listening on your favorite local radio station and many times on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quick, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quick, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Here's Fred Penny with Penny and Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, managing partner and founder of Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny and Associate Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny and Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800 616 Four five two nine. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. 
Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said... My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, again, that's 800-238-9182. I like the Amadrosa Valley. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. You know, those of you out there, some of you just have, like, really good friends. Don't some of you have just, like, your best friends that are the nicest people in the whole world? Let me tell you a, a quick anecdotal story while Denise is sitting here. She's going to be happy. I'm telling this story, and I'll tell you why she's happy. As we sit here... My very good friend, my accountant, and he's our tax accountant, and he's in-house. He handles, and he's our controller. And we, we uh, have a office, a very a lar- a large office that we have our studio in. Well, there's accounting people in our office, too, believe it or not, and it's tax season. And as we're texting, as he worked late at night till 1 o'clock in the morning, he's rolling in this morning, and I text, man, would I like a burger. Sure enough, about... Five minutes ago during the break, he walks in and dumps a bags of burgers and fries for us. Cal's eating fries. Denise is eating mm. burgers and fries. And we're all got burgers and fries in front of us. And we're going, crap, can we end the show? And, and, <laughs> and Fred says, just when just, I thought. Just when I thought. You so, stepped in a totally ridiculous. But here's the totally <laughs> And here's the best part, ladies and gentlemen, because we loved, we love to have you feel who we are. As Radio Law Talk, we want you to feel the type of people we are. We don't want to be the stiff, boring people. I'm telling you, the best part about it is this Prince case. It's all on Denise. Denise, go at it. I'm eating my burger. All right. So Andy Warhol took a very famous photographer's picture of Prince, the musician, and he did different things to it. He made 16 different images and made it into his own art, right? He had different color schemes. He did different, um, like, blockings and, and different kinds of uh, shapes on him. And so now there is a fight about these 16 different images and who owns the art. I mean, it does a photographer own the art just because Andy Warhol change it up some way or did it become a new piece of art by Andy Warhol and believe it or not this has come all the way up to this U.S. Supreme Court and they are hearing this case and they you know they they they're actually they've heard the case and they've asked some questions about the case um uh, Clarence Thomas asked why can't we imagine that Hollywood can take a book and make a movie about it without paying so he likened it to that type of a situation. Really quick, do you know if Clarence Thomas asked that question during oral argument or if it was a written submission? And here's why I, I asked that question. 
of all the Supreme Court justices, Clarence Thomas very rarely asks questions during oral arguments. So if he did, that's a pretty significant incident I agree. on this type of case. And it's my understanding he asked it specifically of Andy Warhol Foundation's lawyer. Wow. So that would be more likely a diff, you know, a, a direct kind of a, a question. And um, uh, Judge Roberts, right, he posed an analogy of an artist reproducing another artist's work with the only difference being that their original is blue while the new work is yellow. And does that is that enough to constitute fair use? And very interesting questions, I think, that the judges here have asked, and I think they're struggling with it a little bit. Um, because remember, Andy Warhol's, you know, depictions um, and artistic expressions, you know, they come with a huge price tag, and they are worth millions of dollars. So um, this is one we're going to have to follow. We're not sure what's going to happen, and I don't even know if I can predict it. Because even Judge um, Amy Cohen Barrett said, um, it seems like your meaning and messages test sketches the definition of transformation so broadly it eviscerates the purpose and character analysis to determine the applicability of fair use defense. So she feels like they're trying to, you know, spread this defense out too wide, too broad, that it's not that broad as the fair use um, actually is used in today's world. So we're going to have to see what happens. That, that's going to be an interesting case because it's a little bit different than other common questions that have come up. For example, the, the exact opposite. What happens when somebody takes a picture of a painting? Who owns the copyright, the, the painter or the person that took the picture, and this is taking that and flipping it on its head. And, and, and those are all questions that have sort of been a hmm, head-scratcher. Hopefully the court will be able to give us guidance. Yeah, I hope so. I think it's an important question, and I do think it's an important case. Here's an interesting one that I was uh, reading about is a trademark infringement. This is bizarre. I, there's a lot of bizarre ones. So there's a, there's a place called Medieval Times. I guess it's is it New Jersey. It's like if you've been to Circus – no – if you've been to, uh, yes, uh, is it Circus Circus or New York? I, I don't in in Las Vegas. I believe it's Circus it's Circus. Excalibur. Excalibur. That's right. It's Excalibur. In the basement, there's they do the jousting and they do the what do you call the horses that run back and and, you, and you, is that that's the tournament where they where they they the the poles they knock each try to knock each other off whatever that is. There's a medieval game sword fighting jousting. I think it's called jousting performance. Um, in New Jersey area, and the the union employees name their union Medieval Times Performers United. What happens? The freaking <laughs> the 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 bosses sue the union, say you can't use our name. It's like what? So apparently that's happened before, uh, but uh, as in Starbucks Workers United, the Home Depot Workers United. But Medieval Times is filing a lawsuit telling their employees you cannot use, or the, the union, you cannot use Medieval Times Performers United. Is that just a way to try to drive the union out of um, the union? or uh, I don't know what they're doing, but I think that's, if not is, it's getting pretty dang close. I think it's a sign of bitterness, Denise. If you were Starbucks, you wouldn't want to say Starbucks. I mean, you don't want your name affiliated with something that is essentially an adversarial relationship, do you? I mean, I don't know. Just thinking out loud. Uh, I just work here. Anyway, anybody else? So, something something slightly anecdotal. You mentioned the Excalibur and the fact that they do those shows at the at the bottom of the Excalibur in the basement. When I got married in Las Vegas in 2022, we had our wedding dinner at the Excalibur Hotel in the basement watching the jousting and the medieval games. That's where we had our How was it? Was it, was it kind of cool? Well, it, it was cool, but uh, hmm foreshadowing anyway so moving on what do we have what do we have next here we're gonna uh, what to cal we have how much time i don't want to go into we, our we, case we've got three minutes go ahead. okay look I, but really quick before we go on i, I want to tell you about a couple more quick things uh, there's look i want to save it for next week because we've got what's called a house party murder case we got ann hetchy's estate that one is really interesting what's going on there with james tuper uh, he but the judge comes down on james tuper in the court 
there's an estate battle with Ann Hitchie's uh, son and, and other people. Well, judges start getting mad at uh, James Tuper and was scolded by him. But we're not going to get into that. We don't have time. Cal, let's do the most important thing that we do third hour. Let's just get right into, and I want to. Then I want to roll it out. Okay. Yeah. Take your time on let's, your. Quick let's just take time. our. Let's do our quick takes. Just roll. Roll the quick takes for us. All right. Quick takes. Go ahead, Cal. Tell us what quick takes are. Quick takes are where you get the last. Look at this. He's eating. He's eating. (laughs) Cal's Cal's eating. The lasting impression (laughs) of of the show. Let me just do it, Cal. You you just keep eating. And Fred has a quick take. I got a quick take. Our quick take, Alex Jones. I learned something important. I guess we actually did land on the Mars uh, on the moon because glad we didn't have a talk show host to tell me we didn't back in those days because I would have been really upset. Okay, Todd, I'm, you got a quick take there, Mister. I'm sorry, Todd, go ahead. Yeah, I got a quick take. You know, when when it came across that we were going to be doing a story on Andrea Bocelli dealing with a plane, I expected it to be along the lines of a discrimination suit because he wasn't allowed to skydive because it would scare the heck out of his service dog. I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Fair enough, <laughs> Denise. What say you about your quick take? Thank you very much, Glenn, for the hamburgers and fries because it distracted me from my grapes. They're delicious. Awesome. We love being here. Thank you very much. Sorry, but we are the type of people that we're going to let you know how it is and what's behind the scenes. Appreciate all our listeners. We'll be back next week. Talk to you later. This is Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free.